Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hi there, welcome back to Boating Insights. My name's Neil Driscoll and for this episode I'm looking at the beginning or the first year of boat ownership, uh, be it the, the first year of owning a, a, a boat that's new to you or your you know, the very beginning of the journey. Just some ideas that I've come across. It's certainly not um, every single thing that you need to think of. I think it'd be fair to say that would take a lot more than sort of 15, 20 minutes. But um, just some ideas which I've found can kind of simplify, depressurize, um, and also just help you have a lot more fun right at the beginning. So the first one for me is um, if it's an option going on to a mooring buoy for the first kind of six months to a year, you know, be it because of the cost of a marina or the fact that a marina is your only option, that's not always um, something which you you might be in a position to make a choice about or, or your boat might be on a trailer. But if you are going to be keeping the boat in the water and you've never owned a boat before, it's a lot easier to learn how to... Um, maneuver safely on and off of a mooring buoy than it is to be comfortable getting in and out of a marina and so that can be a really really nice place for you to start and um, avoid some of the anxiety and stress that might come from um, you know windy afternoons trying to get home when you're when you're sort of first getting to grips with the boat and over the years the number of people I've worked with who have done both They've all learned, as in when I say done both, just to be clear, so either they've started on a mooring and then maybe gone into a marina later or started in a marina. But I can tell you without a doubt that the people who um, started on a mooring boy had a much more enjoyable first year than the people that started in a marina. Um, And it just meant, you know, very quickly they'd get to grips within a couple of trips of the kind of procedure for getting on and off of the mooring point and then it was all pretty straightforward whereas most of the first year you're probably still really getting comfortable getting in and out of a marina um and yeah I suppose the reality is yes you could say you've got to learn those skills unquestionably you know I'm I'm in training and you know spent hours and hours of my life teaching those skills but just whether you have to learn them straight away you know you could just be on a mooring boy and get comfortable getting in and out of a fuel wharf uh, for pump outs, water refills, cleaning, etc. And then maybe look at kind of progressing your skills a bit further in down the line when you when you've kind of got a year under your belt. The next idea, sort of following the mooring theme, is um, mooring lines. Usually, when I've when I've kind of got onto a boat or spoken to someone and they've taken ownership, the the boat has not normally been that well set up with good usable mooring lines um just some you know purpose length you know suitable length for the boat you know roughly speaking bow and stern line something that's maybe you know around eight to ten meters uh spring lines maybe something that's double that uh, possibly of a loop in the end to make it easy to get on and off. Uh, you know, a nice, really good condition rope that's really easy to work with and obviously no strength issues. Um, kind of goes hand in hand with, with good fendering as well, but particularly the mooring lines. Um, when I, 
you know, when I was still underwater and going and doing a lot of lessons on people's boats, often one of the major issues was they were just trying to use lines that were completely inappropriate, like too heavy or really hard to handle or way too long. And uh, when you're trying to learn a skill like getting a boat into a marina and securing it safely, a couple of hundred bucks on really, really good, easy to use, strong ropes uh, will help you immensely. If you're not sure what uh, what you need it's a pretty good idea just to go and have a look um, and talk to a you know your local sort of chandlery or marine supplier and I'm, I'm sure they can help you um, without any question and you know, especially if you're in a marina where you're using fixed mooring lines you know we cover this in lots of courses even our free uh, parking masterclass if you've watched that but basically if you've got fixed mooring lines you should still be coming in and securing the boat using your own mooring lines and then transferring to the fixed ones. So just making sure that you're kind of really well set up to, to make your life easy is, um, is a great investment. And, and I promise you, at some point in the journey, you'll end up doing this. So you may as well do it earlier while you're less experienced and less familiar with the boat and, and get more life out of the lines. Now, the next one kind of goes without saying, but get some training. Uh, the online skipper is a fantastic place to start to uh, start to understand what you don't know. Uh, it's very, very common for us that someone might be in their first year of ownership having you know sailed as a kid or they've had like a small boat and now they've got a much bigger boat as life's kind of progressed. Just finding out what you don't know, getting the communication uh, on a similar level so that everyone everyone knows what they're talking about. Um, learning some skills that you can then apply to your own boat a really really you know invaluable uh, opportunity obviously you can sit practical courses or get people on board and all those sorts of things as well but keep it really simple you know in, enroll in a, an online skipper course um, even bef- if you haven't got the boat then before you get the boat so that you kind of go in with your eyes open and um it's impossible to narrow down which part of your boating life will be better. It would just all be exponentially much better as a result of having gone through that course and implemented the the learnings. Carrying on that theme, something that we cover extensively in Unit 3 of the Online Skipper course and link out to our free logbook platform for the boat maintenance and, man- and skill management is try and understand the maintenance that's coming up. Now, I'm not specifically looking at you necessarily having to get on the tools at this point and you know do everything but maybe over a a three-year period just try and schedule it out and understand you know depending on the boat would depend on what you you need to look at and you know this is all covered in the course but just get a handle on it you know budgeting is also a pretty smart call um you know I'd I'd suggest that you put kind of 10% in there for you know, unplanned trades coming to the boat or things breaking that you weren't expecting. But um, just at least understand what's coming because often my experience is that the boat can feel more expensive than it actually is in the first year to two years because things haven't been scheduled that actually are just regular maintenance and therefore it's it's felt like everything's kind of been done a bit on the fly um and aside from you know unbudgeted expenditures always going to feel expensive but the other side of that is if you're not planning you can often 
uh, miss a trick. So, you know, there, it might have been you have a mechanic on board and you were only a month out from the regular service anyway or um, you end up lifting for one job, but actually there were four coming up. It's usually self-explanatory, but it, it's it's easy to assume at the beginning of your ownership journey that when you go to a trade that they will kind of just be on top of this for you and tell you what's coming. But because boats are a lot more complicated than cars uh, and people often... Uh, don't want to seem like they're kind of upselling you if you like on the maintenance then they might not suggest things which you would probably prefer to have known just so that you could get get ahead of them uh, and and get things sorted out together moving on from the sort of the expensive and the hard bits another thing i just wanted to kind of highlight is just be happy if you're using the boat don't over pressurize don't feel like you have to be doing multi-day trips or uh, getting to new places. You know, even if you're just getting out and having very simple days out and having fun and staying safe and building confidence, that's awesome. And um, that is something which is really easy to overlook and kind of always be feeling like you're not using the boat enough or you should be doing more or you should be pushing your skills or if you've got big goals you know like heading out maybe sailing around the world or digging out in across an ocean that kind of stuff can feel like you're not doing enough to achieve them but please don't undervalue um two majors one is just getting comfortable and familiar with the boat but two is the whole point of this is that it is fun so if you're getting on board and you're enjoying using the boat and you are using the boat, that's brilliant and well done. The last and final thing I wanted to say is try and avoid um, too many upgrades if you can. Just stagger some of these things out and not get overexcited straight away. You'll generally make slightly better decisions um, when you're a bit more informed and you might find that there's things on board, you know, space is always an issue on a boat. You might find there's things on board that can be kind of multi-purpose or um, something, you know, that you might have thought was a, you know, a major priority. Um, actually, as time's gone on, um, it, it wasn't as big a deal as you thought. And if you can give yourself a little bit of time before you make those upgrades, and you're only going to feel better about them when you when you actually get them and you get to kind of experience them and, and, and see how they work. So okay, I hope that I hope that's been helpful. Um, even if you're you know not at the beginning of your boating journey, there might be some things in there that you're thinking, oh yeah, actually, I've done 15 years with these terrible mooring lines and dodgy fenders. Maybe I can treat myself to a little upgrade and try and make life easier. Um, certainly anyone could, uh, at any stage of the journey can and will benefit from the online skipper course. That's, that's an absolute no-brainer. And, um, you know, being on top of your maintenance is always important. And as you know, we've got resources such as Logbook to help you uh, keep track of that. And final thought, though, look, if you're using the boat and you're having fun, just well done, because that really is the, uh, the main objective. So thanks so much for listening.